Fox Valley Voice. One, two, three. It's like uh, trying to build up your tolerance to Iocane powder. <laughs> Sniff this, but do not inhale. So we're enjoying a little uh, cocktail. No, it's not a cocktail. It's, it's not just, a cocktail. It's whiskey. Yeah. So thank you so much. You're, you don't have to dress it up. You're a, a, a gracious host. Yeah, I'm having Knob Creek neat, mm. and uh, it's it's doing it for me. I'm, I'm sipping on a little bit of Jameson. Mm-hmm. It's been my, my standard go-to, but I enjoy all of the, the brown liquors. And uh, we are in a very um, magical, special place. Would you like to describe where we're sitting right now? I don't know about magical, but I, I do enjoy this space. It's, uh, this is Beards Garden Barbers. It's my barbershop that I own with my wife in Tavia, Illinois. It's a, it's, it's a very comfortable space. I will go ahead and say magical. I, I know you I feel appreciate like... That. That would be too much. I can't say from it because you, if right? I say it, then it's like I'm bragging about it. Right. I feel like I don't want to brag about it. Yeah. Well, but can... I'm but I'm proud of it. Yeah. And I'm I enjoy the fact that other people come in and they say that it's magical and amazing and wonderful and comfortable and they like coming in here to hang out and get their hair cut or or sometimes just shoot the breeze. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I was just leaving the house on my way to come here, and my son had some friends over for a pool party because it's hot. It's very hot. It's warm. And uh, I, uh, you know, I was saying bye to everybody, else, and uh, I said, "Yeah, I, I'm going to record a podcast over at Beard's Guard." And one of the the young ladies that was there said, "You go to Beard's Guard? <laughs> my dad goes there." And I said, uh, yes, yes, I'm going to Beards Garden. So we have yeah. we have like a, a running phrase that we refer to a lot in the shop called the Batavia Triangle. Like everybody knows everybody, but not because of anything particularly us related. It just happens that they show up and they're here. We've had, you know, co-workers, brothers that have come in and not known that the other one also had an appointment. Oh, and they show up and at the same up, time? Yeah, okay. same time or like right right around the same time. I'm like, oh, I didn't know you go here. <laughs> yeah, of course I do. So then that becomes uh, an extra level to their coworker relationship, right? They probably yeah. didn't even like each other before that. Maybe. And now they're brothers in Beardsguard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You should come up with some kind of a a crest or something, brothers and beard scared. I mean, we have bumper stickers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't wear a bumper sticker on your forehead, though. I mean, you, you could. You could. You totally could. <laughs> it just could. doesn't have the lasting effect. Right, right. Or, or not quite as stylish or socially acceptable. Whatever. <laughs> you, there's no rules. You believe what you want to believe, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm eventually going to become that guy that's just walking around town in a cloak. I want to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think cloaks need to come back into fashion. Okay. Cloak. Cloak, yeah. They're very functional. It's like a nice overcoat. Keeps you warm. 
And? Well, I mean, it just looks like you're coming right out of a fantasy novel. <laughs> you already that's look my like dream. that, I, man. I wish that I could live in Middle Earth. I think that's one of the reasons I like Batavia so much. It has <clears throat> kind of this, this Shire feel to it. Mm-hmm. We're river folk now. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, and the shop is the, 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 the hub of, of that activity. Absolutely. Yeah. Right in, right in the historic downtown Mm -hmm. part of Batavia. Yeah. Uh, it's been amazing how just explosive your impact on on this area has been, you know, I'm, I'm sure. And I think I've heard you say before that, um, you and Natalie have kind of came up with this long-term plan of how, how this was going to unfold. Yes. And how much more quickly things have, have progressed. Could not have anticipated this. I mean, we, we wish you, we hope, you know, anytime sure. you do a, a project or a labor of love, you always hope for the best possible outcome. And it's it's been unbelievable and very humbling in many ways to to be here and to open up a business and something that we care about and to see this like almost almost loyal but not loyal, just like an appreciative exuberance of people that, that come in and, and support us, uh, not just clients, but also like people within the community, other business owners that, you know, the, like everybody that works and lives around here is everybody's so cool. <laughs> everybody's so laid back and happy and they just want the best for everyone. Yeah. So one of the words that I've been using a lot lately is authenticity. And mm-hmm. I think that that is a huge um, aspect of what you guys are doing here. You know, people, obviously when it comes to your industry, yeah. getting, getting your hair cut. Yes. There are lots of options. Many. Many options. Yeah. And many of those options are cost a lot less. You guys aren't crazy expensive, but right. you can go somewhere very close mm-hmm. for a little bit less money. Sure. But, um, you know, the key is that you do, there's no other place that you can go to get the experience you get when you come here. Sure. Yeah. And that's, that is the key. That is um, what people feel when they walk in here and when they sit in your chair and when they get their, you know, you guys take, you know, so much time and you have super high skill level and uh and and this place is just amazing you know just just looking you've got all kinds of decorations on the wall and you've got murals and you've got a welcome sign in elvish that probably only you and natalie can read i don't know oh no there are many people that can read that I mean, but have they? Uh, a few. Uh, maybe not specifically translated it properly, but, but they can Man, look at it. And My microphone is slipping. Uh-oh. Uh, all right. 
we're gonna edit this part out. Yep. There you go. I'm gonna fire this microphone stand. Just yell at it later. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I I don't want to make you uncomfortable by bragging about your shop too much. So, <laughs> you you can brag all you want. <laughs> I'll just sit here and blush. Yeah. You can't see it, but I'm blushing. Yeah. Blushing on a podcast is uh, doesn't really come through. No, it doesn't. But uh, so, but we're sitting here, uh, and it's been how long now uh, since you've opened? We're going to be coming up on three years in September. Oh my goodness, you're kidding! Yeah, I swear it's you just a- had your anniversary party, right? Uh, right. That's what it feels like. Eesh. I mean, it it feels both like yesterday and forever. Mm-hmm. It, it's this weird sense that time doesn't exist well and that goes along with being a magical place yeah. where elves and and stormtroopers hang out yes all <laughs> all are welcome <laughs> and i'm looking at I'm like the island of misfit toys yeah christopher walken is always hanging out here well, in portrait form in portrait form i need I, to get him out here that would be amazing have you reached out yet not in any official capacity but if, if you're listening, Christopher, Mr. Walken, uh, that would be absolutely splendid. Dude, what if you could give Christopher Walken a straight razor shave? I think that would probably be like the, one of the most extreme honors ever. You could just that would be my lifetime story. You should probably hey, just re- one time yeah, retire after that, right? <laughs> no, I would still continue cutting hair, but I would tell everybody. every single person. <laughs> You'd be like, "Yeah, we know. Shut up." Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. So let's make that happen. Someone out there knows someone who knows someone who knows Christopher Walken. So let's get him in here. It just adds to the Batavia Triangle. Yeah, and if we could make that happen on a Wednesday, it would be. Perfect. But we'll take any day, probably. Any day. Absolutely any day. <laughs> as long as we're open. I mean, I would I would totally come in at like three in the morning if that's the only time he was available. Mm-hmm. Uh, isn't there a story about uh, John F. Kennedy uh, yeah. either being in this building or very close to it? I don't know 100% if he was ever inside the building, but... Back in the day, this space, this shop, 117 South Batavia Avenue, was known as Johnson's Drugstore. It was owned by a man named Burt Johnson, hence Johnson's Drugstore. Very catchy. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he was a druggist. I believe that was the, or the old term. <laughs> a druggist. An, ap- there, an apothecary? Sure. Something of the sort. People would come in and get their, their medicines and the, you know, their soda. From the soda fountain. Mm-hmm. They would probably from, have from to, the soda jerk. I'm, I'm just assuming that they had a soda jerk. A jerk. Operating. Yeah, most of those guys are jerks. <laughs> I think they were heroes out of their time. All right. So anyway, yes, John F. Kennedy at but, uh, yeah, Johnson's. So, so uh, the mayor was the one that relayed us the story. Mr. Shilke. Yes, his honor, Jeff Shelke, yeah. knows uh, quite a bit about local history and lore. He has uh, expounded on that many times. 
about how John F. Kennedy got well, just some any, drugs. Just at, anything about Batavia. Oh, okay. He'll, right, he just right. he can you can tell him an address and he'll tell you the history of that entire building. It's impressive. You should probably have him on your show. I might. I think that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so so Bert was working one day, and this is in 1962 when Kennedy was on the campaign trail, coming down Batavia Avenue, of all places, and stopped to give kind of an impromptu campaign speech to a bunch of the the like students and yes. people with that gathered along the street to see him uh it started raining so they decided to pull his car uh a few blocks up or south of where they were to put the top up and bert noticed him outside the window and the crazy part was and i think this this just furthers the batavia triangle Bird Johnson was part of the PT boat that helped rescue Kennedy in no, the war. No way. That's how. That's why he recognized him. So he came out and said, "Hey, Mr. Kennedy, do you got, like, do you remember me?" Uh, I am assuming he said yes, as the story goes, as told by Bert, uh, which was one of his favorite stories to tell people. Well, sure. And they they caught up for a few moments while they gathered their things and prepared to move on from the space. So at the very least, he stood like right outside the front door, hmm. which I think is amazing. Sure, uh, yeah. My my dad thought that was pretty neat too. He was a history teacher for many many years. Now we need to add uh, Christopher Walken to that list of. I think we should of very important people or, to hang out or any interesting, cool people that exist in in a public light mm-hmm. would be fun. Yeah. Or any cool people from anywhere for any reason, right? You're probably yeah, pretty I mean, open you're to here. That. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm cool about that. Well, thank you. Thank you. I am pretty magical. See? Yeah, that didn't feel right. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't feel right <laughs> when you say it about yourself. <laughs> I had to try it. It turns out you're right. I try to be. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't often happen. Nah. <laughs> so, um... So we've been talking, you and I, about collaborating on a show, and um, the the premise of which is that, number one, you have a really cool shop. Number two, really interesting people hang out here. I and, get to meet a lot of interesting people. Yeah. I mean, that's I, just the nature of yeah. being a barber. You get and like people j- from all over that'll come in and, and get their hair cut. And I've met a lot of you know people who work in the, the area, people who live in the area that just have really interesting stories, and I want to kind of expand that a little bit you know i only get so much time with each person in, in the chair you know whatever whatever that time is that their service takes whether it's 10 to 15 minutes or sometimes up to like maybe an hour and a lot of the times i feel like i want to keep talking to that person and it's like oh, i want to know more about your life like tell me more let's hang out sometime like i'm i'm hard pressed for time which is the burden of a business owner but that's what I want to do with this. I want to invite some of those people back and get to talking to them, maybe have a drink, maybe not have a drink. It doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. But I, I want to continue it helps, having... It, it helps, Absolutely. <laughs> it, it lubricates the throat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was our warm-up word before we started? Uh, there were a few. Brontosaurus. 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 Muckluck. Muckluck. 
<laughs> it's it's a type of boot worn by the Inuit. Right. We won't have to beep that out. It sounds like it could be. It's not. It's it's, it's not a the cuss name word. Of a people. Mukluk. 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 I told you it's fun to say. It is. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So that that is. Part of the reason why I started my podcast years ago, Fox Valley stories. Voice. Yeah. You like well, stories? Just running into really cool people that have awesome stories, but it's really awkward if you don't know those people and you say, could we hang out for an hour and you tell me your life story? And I'm going to record it and then broadcast it. Well, that part actually works. It's the oh. part where if you don't have a podcast right. and you want to invite complete stranger over to your house to talk for an hour um that's that can be construed as slightly creepy yeah at yeah. best so uh oh so yeah that was part of the reason why i started my show um Ooh. so i it's only natural for you to want to do the same thing except right. you have just a steady stream of people you know and and you know when they're just sitting in the chair i'm sure i've cast a wide net yeah um, and it's kind of natural for people to just maybe want to start talking while, yeah, it, yeah, it's while they're sitting in the chair. One of the reasons that I enjoy doing what I do, I mean, yes, making people look good and make people feel good about the way they look is absolutely part of this, but it's also a way for me as a very extroverted type of person to just like hang out with people and meet all kinds of people without having to go and find them mm -hmm. and coax them into telling me their stories. <laughs> like they just come here and it's way more relaxing and less threatening. And I get to do one of the other things that I love, which is cutting hair. Mm -hmm. How long have you been cutting hair? Tyler Anderson of Beards Guard Barbers. Well, if you're see, just I, joining us, I, if, if I'm just joining, no, no, no. I'm talking about, I'm talking to minute. the listeners now. Oh, uh, well, I went to barber school in, or I started barber school in the October of 2012 and graduated in June of 2013 and I got my license. So I've been cutting for, if you want to include school as part of that time, uh, about five years mm -hmm. coming up on five years, but, but more like four, like professionally. Okay. Legally. <laughs> legally speaking legally. i've only been cutting hair as a barber since i've been licensed mm -hmm. yeah so about four years how long do you did you uh feel it took you before you were truly comfortable and confident in your skills as a barber it's a weird question like from from my standpoint not not just as a question but from from the way i think of it Every time somebody gets in my chair, it's a chance for me to practice and to get better. Mm -hmm. So every time somebody sits down in my chair, I have another haircut under my belt or another service under my belt. That's so I'm constantly getting better and I'm always pushing myself to continue to grow and learn and hone my craft because it is a craft more than anything else. A lot of people think, you know, well, you do hair that's, that's like an art form. And for me, I feel like it's more like I'm a technician. You know, I'm, I'm doing the same thing over and over and over again and just learning how to really hone it 
and, and perfect that. Mm-hmm. So it's a constant practice for me. Sure. Okay. I mean, I feel comfortable doing it. I think if, if anybody came in that had hair on their head and needed me to do something for it, I, I feel like I could do something <laughs> to make it look good. <clears throat> but uh, as, as far as, uh, you know, being, being proficient, uh, I'm, I'm always learning. Yeah, fair enough. That one of the things my father always taught me, you're always learning everything every day. You're always learning something new. Always strive to keep learning because the day you stop learning is the day you die. Hmm. I've, I've always held that. So I like learning stuff, whether it's, you know, specific to the shop or just life in general. I like doing projects. So I'm always learning about how to fix things at home. Um, I feel like I've gotten really good at folding shirts. Really? I yes. Ooh, I I pride myself. Do you, my do you myself. offer workshops? Sure. I feel like shirt folding is one of my all-time least favorite things to do. I've come across many different ways of folding. You're a student of the game. Yeah. <laughs> my Natalie, my wife, my lovely wife, uh, jokes all the time that. You know, I, I get very uh, perturbed if, if it's not folded right. Oh, no. And I will unfold it and refold it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of that way with the, the loading of the dishwasher. See, there's, there's an organization to it. There's levels of obsessive compulsiveness. <laughs> I'm, I'm not diagnosed, but I, I have tendencies. Tendencies, sure. Sure, mm-hmm. absolutely. I have tendencies. I like things to be very organized and neat. And for me, it helps me work better. Yep. I'm with you, man. I, I'm with you. I did a lot of puzzles as a kid. I played a lot of Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> You're a Tetris master, right? No, not a master. But no. but I really enjoy Tetris. Mm-hmm. Until the Just shapes spatial piling up. And then, well, and then it gets really yeah, stressful. Yeah, no, it gets bad. Yeah. <laughs> I get very frustrated when that one piece doesn't fit quite right. No! Ah, I didn't mean to do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, as well, um, big Tetris guy. And uh, Pac-Man as well. Ooh, Pac-Man's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I like games. Yeah, so that actually segues quite nicely into another area of interest for you and maybe something that will also be discussed on the show most likely uh gaming tabletop games yes uh i'm I'm a fan yeah okay oh yeah i i grew up playing a lot of uh like super nintendo uh, a lot of nintendo systems Mm -hmm. we were a big nintendo house i got really into legend of zelda um as did my brothers and uh, my father as well. We got my dad into oh, Legend of Zelda. Well, that's just smart. Yeah. Because then you, then he all you got to buy say, the new one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, dad, you want to play some Zelda? And yeah. All of a sudden it's day long Zelda. Fest. It, it would get to the point where the new system would come out and he would buy us the system for Christmas. But then we would pre-order whatever the Zelda game was for that system for him. 
But he, the rule was that he had to play and beat it first before any of us got to play it. Really? Yeah. So it became like a, a an evening ritual for us. We would sit around him on the couch while he played, and we would shout at it the way people shout at you know football yeah. on the TV. <laughs> no, go back in that room. No, go smash that pot. No, get the get the other guy. Nice. That's a he. He would get mad, and and we would. I mean, not mad, but he would get frustrated and stop it. Hmm. Working on it. That's actually better than watching a sporting event on TV because you can yell all you want at those guys; they're not going to listen to you. Yeah. Maybe if you're sitting behind your dad while he's no, he still didn't listen. <laughs> <He's> but, <laughs> but I think I think in the spirit of things that w- that was my sports. Hmm. Yeah, video games yeah. was my sports. I I worked in a lot of bars and restaurants for years and got like I knew sports just because I was there all the time. And we would have, you know, Sports Center was on all the TVs or ESPN or whatever sports channels and games throughout the the years and I became kind of numb to it. Yeah. I I enjoy sports. It didn't connect with you on a a, a deeper level though. I I didn't have like a desire to to go out and continue watching when i was not at work mm-hmm. but if i was there and it was on i would get into it and everybody else was into it so it was it was kind of me riding the wave of people that were there yeah well it's um what it all boils down to is shared experience yes exactly and that just happens to be the most common most easily found shared experience is a bunch of people watching a game together oh yeah yeah Absolutely. But uh, that's what I like. I like to share experiences with people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you get a little bit of a connection and maybe that can foster deeper connections with other people. I've, I've had many friends over the years, you know, and some of them I still talk to. Some of them I don't. Mm-hmm. And that's just part of life. Yeah. You don't have to be best friends with everybody. Like that would be great. Actually, that sounds like a lot of work. It would be a lot of work. I think you just have a handful of best friends. For, for best friends, yes. Yeah, because... Best, you only want a few like really close friends that well, you can like sit and confide in. But. Right. Well, and not only that, but um, you know, it's a two-way street. So you, wanna, sure. you want to let these people know that if ever you need something, then you contact me and I'm there. Yeah. And you can't give that uh offer to just everybody right because then you're spreading yourself pretty thin it would be an amazing world if that's how it was well it's I a mean, beautiful I, dream i think you can I think you can do that to a certain point i mean you know I mean, we certainly have a lot of people in this community who do a lot of volunteering functionally and it's and things like it's that it's just yeah. not something that can happen no. But, you know, you get that two o'clock in the morning call from somebody. Hey, I'm in jail. Well, hopefully not. Oh, God. <laughs> or, yeah. Okay, let's change it. Hey, uh, I have a flat tire and I need you to come get me. Right. How about that? Think, things like that. Let's stay yeah. away from jail. Right. <laughs> I try to avoid jail at all costs. I've never been to jail and I'm proud of that and I would like to keep it that way. Okay. <laughs> let's, uh, let's make that one of our goals for 2017. And or, or beyond. Just, and beyond. Just, you know, <laughs> lifetime goal. Yeah. Just, just stay out of jail. Just stay out of jail. You, you know, don't, don't do anything too stupid. 
you should be all right. Mm. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. All right. So uh, obviously the barbershop and its contents and its uh, clients are going to be a topic. Gaming Absolutely. is going to be a topic. Yes. What else? What else do you foresee for the future of your show? Um, I mean, pe- people that, that work and live around town, people that I've gotten to know really well, they have some really spectacular talents and i think that those should be shared more widely mm-hmm. i mean there, there's a lot of people that i'll run into at the shop and immediately think of somebody else that comes in it's like oh you guys you two should meet and get together because you would have a lot of really good things in common and maybe that would birth something wonderful yeah. that could be put into the world so you're a connector sure hey yeah i'd like to be we just do it. Working on it. Okay. It, it's a slow process. <laughs> it's very organic. You don't want to force it. Yeah, you're right. People people push back when you try to force them to do things. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I've been talking to you about doing a podcast for about <laughs> two and a half out of the three and a half years you've been open. <laughs> Or no. Well, I so not podcast specifically, but we've worked together. We've done prior. a couple of projects, yeah. We've done a few things back in the day, back yeah. in the early days mm-hmm. when Colin was still here. We had our our treehouse episode, yeah. and we got that kind of up and off the ground. You were there for I, I was uh, fortunate enough to appear on in the treehouse. It was a fun day. Yeah, it was a good evening. <laughs> and you guys are are YouTube stars all of a sudden. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. The internet is a is a wonderful place yeah. where you know viral stuff just you don't know what's going to go viral. Yeah, it's so well, going right, to take off and we should back up get away from you for people who um, the very few people who haven't seen the video. Sure, because ev- almost everyone else has, but a lot uh, of people. So Natalie, yes, um, created a. Uh, well, I wouldn't. I don't want to call it a how-to video. It's a what, what would you call it? It was a submission for. So there's there's a barbershop in Rotterdam called Scorum, in Rotterdam, Holland, Holland, also uh, known as up, up in the, over in Europe, the Netherlands. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're there. Um, and they have their own brand called Ruzel. It's all their their product line. And they were looking for people to become um, ambassadors to their brand. And because Scorum essentially translates to scumbags, uh, they call their ambassadors scumbassadors. Because hmm. they're goofy like that. So, and we love so them. clever. We so love clever. them. Yeah. They're delightful people and a lot of fun to hang out with. And I really hope that we get a chance to go over and see their shop soon. It's on the docket. We're just trying to figure out schedules mm. at this point. Make sure you get some audio, would you? Absolutely. There, there will be some audio and probably some pictures and maybe some video. I don't know how much of it will be shareable. <laughs> but uh, she does work with them as, a, as an educator mm-hmm. for Ruzel. And part of the application process was that she had to make a video showing her doing a cut using the product and explaining it and it got shared 
And now she's over 2 million views on the video, which is just insane. 2 million. Over. Over 2 million. 2 million views on the YouTube. Plus. Hopefully your expectations for this podcast are just a a little bit lower. I mean... (laughs) I don't really. I've, now I, don't I really feel know if we could hit that number, but that would be really yeah. neat. I, I feel all of a sudden I feel an incredible amount of pressure to don't perform. Don't feel that kind of pressure. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible, though. It really is. I'm super proud of her. And like, has anyone? She might not believe me, but I am. Oh, why wouldn't she believe you? I don't, I don't know. It's a husband-wife thing. Yeah. It's, that constant pessimism about ourselves. No, it's it's more of um, because I kind of, you know, my wife and I, we have this back and forth every once in a while where I will tell her something over a very long period of time. Mm. And then she'll say, oh, guess what? Guess what so-and-so told me? And it's the exact same thing that I've been saying <laughs> for the but it's, you know what it is? Sometimes you just need to hear it from somebody else because I think uh, you feel like, oh, well, you're my spouse. You're supposed to say these things, these wonderful, awesome things about me because we're married. So when you hear it from someone who is not married to you, perhaps it it means more. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. Well, no, I don't I think, get it either. Yeah, but I, I think if, if somebody just my says, theory. If somebody says something good about you or gives you a compliment, I think you should just accept it and say thank you. Uh, whether whether it's something that you would adhere with or or enjoy, if if it makes you feel good about yourself, or if you're you're if you're doing something to make somebody feel good then they, they should just say thanks and, and be done with it. Ooh. If they don't know how to like take it. Yeah. I'm going to say thanks right now to Barbara Dutch, who Ooh. has been hanging out here and noticed that we were getting a little low on our, in our tumblers here. Yeah, that's good. Thank you. You, you are just fantastic. Wow. That's service. See, this thanks is, buddy. This is, uh, this is just indicative of the, the level of talent that you've brought in. To the shop. Because you have expanded recently. We have. We've uh, added uh, a few new barbers to the staff. And I've been enjoying the company of all of them uh, quite immensely. They all bring something really great to the table. Some inappropriate hand signals going on. Very inappropriate hand signals. I'm glad we're doing this on audio only. (laughs) See, this is the beauty of this medium. Yeah. Yeah, no video. Video is also more difficult to edit. Right. Keep it simple. Mm -hmm. But uh, not that you you will stop doing video because you guys are really good at it. We're still going to do videos. We're uh, killing pumpkins. Oh, yeah. That's our bread Mm -hmm. and butter. So I don't even know if that's bread and butter. That's just something that we really enjoy doing. It yeah. started as a joke, too. Oh, no. Yeah. I, I, yeah. The, yeah. F- the first one was just out in the back parking lot. Very low production quality. Very low. I think we shot the entire <laughs> thing within the span of an hour and a half, maybe two hours. A little five-minute video. Mm-hmm. It was just us goofing around because of a, a little quip 
and uh and, it, it yeah. kind of and now th- snowballed three volumes later and at least two more to go i think we're going to do a five part total oh you have an arc that yeah you have a story arc yeah we the second one was more of just a good follow-up and by the third one we started thinking we should probably figure out like a, a good uh way to to kind of cap that like it needs to have some kind of an end okay you want to avoid that, you know, that thing that some shows do where they just go on too long and you're like, listen. Yeah. 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 There's. You should have just ended it when you, you know. Yeah. Before you jump the shark. <laughs> I feel like I've watched shows like that. I'm not going to name them because I don't want to be rude, but there, there are definitely some shows that I wish would have ended much sooner. And, but I kept watching them. Yeah, because I'm a glutton for punishment, and I <laughs> lost. That <clears throat> maybe not entirely their fault. Writer strikes and and, and and things that that happen. And then, sadly, is the opposite situation where a show that should have gone on for much much longer, yes, but did not. Firefly. Firefly. Hashtag Firefly for life. I actually have a tattoo of Serenity. On my arm. There it is. And anybody who has been into the shop or has seen pictures of me within the last year or so has seen it. It's a beautiful thing. I I love it very, very much. Actually, my family for Christmas last year got me the Firefly DVD. Oh, it's amazing. And I say DVD with a very heavy heart because it should be DVDs. It should be. (laughs) Oh, man. Should be. Anyway. Thank you, Joss Whedon. Yeah, thank you. There, there was rumblings of a of a reboot of some some sort here, uh, not too long ago. Did you hear anything they, about that? I mean it it was kind of an open ended thing to the cast saying if you guys are down for it and if Joss is down for it yeah. to come back and do some kind of a reunion reboot or some sort of whatever. But no, nothing's been set in stone, which. You, you can't you like you want to get your hopes up, but you know that you can't. <laughs> I'm not I'm not even I mean, maybe for a brief moment when I saw that headline pop up in my feed. Oh, my heart was a flutter. Yeah. But then it was just one of those. Ah, somebody said something to someone. I'm like, OK, never yeah. mind. Forget about it. But until I, I see they're going into pre-production, then maybe I'll let myself get excited. So we're, we're I'm a fan of a lot of things. Many, many genres. I, I try not to discriminate, but, you know, I, I'll give anything a chance. And if it doesn't grab me, it doesn't grab me. And that's that's just me. Um, I definitely lean to the sci-fi side of things way more than I do uh, fantasy. My wife is the opposite. Mm-hmm. She's more fantasy and, and a little less sci-fi. Yeah, that's a nice balance, though. It is a good balance. And, and we, we keep like bouncing back and forth and, and exposing each other to really cool storylines and mm-hmm. concepts, which is a lot of fun for us. Yeah. Like I'm sure you come to her and say, listen, I know you're not huge into sci-fi, but this, like you got to check this you out. You would really dig this. Like this has some elements I, that I got her yeah. into Battlestar Galactica. Okay. Another one of my, my favorites, uh, the original and the reboot, the reboot even more so, out of like out of shock like normally the reboot is kind of falls flat but the Mm -hmm. reboot for that was fantastic okay 
really enjoyed that one. Did you ever get into Dollhouse? Yes. That was spectacular as well. It, anything Joss Whedon. Yeah. Very short again. It, and, that, though. and that's one that, that bridges the gap for both of us is we absolutely love everything that he's ever done. So if Josh Whedon, if you're listening, um, you and Christopher Walken are yeah. <laughs> driving down the road listening to our podcast. Yeah, jo- Josh and Chris. Hey, guys. Um, stop by Beardsguard Barbers, downtown Batavia, Illinois, uh, and we will give you 10% off. <laughs> I, I might even just do that one for free. Like, like if you guys show up. That was a joke. I would feel so bad to charge you. Like, you if. Yeah, that those are those are like hero level people. Yeah. And I know that they're just people who exist in the world, but they've done such incredible things with their lives mm-hmm. that like I, I would feel bad taking their money, even though they probably have a lot of it. It's kind of like the the interesting uh, thing that happens to famous people is all of a sudden now that you have all the money, everyone wants to give you stuff for free. Whereas back when you were a starving I mean, don't get me wrong. I will, I will totally charge him. <laughs> and that's just. Right. And then keep the money and then frame it and put it on the wall. Oh, totally. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So um, we've set some some pretty lofty goals for the show here. I think it's a, <laughs> to it's a good high bar <laughs> to get Christopher Walken and Joss Whedon on the show. Um, Two of what will probably be a very long list. Yes. Yes. I w- that's that won't be the only shows that we do. Right. No, there there'll be tons of them in between. All right. Or from here to there at, at the very least. How about interaction? You want people to write into you and maybe ask some questions or yeah. or share some stories with you that way? Absolutely. And then you can bring it up on the show. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm not married to any particular format. Like you don't have to be here in person to converse with me. Uh, if you want to send me an email or text, if if you're one of the people that actually has my number, uh, I'm not going to give it out on air just no. because I don't want to be bombarded with a ridiculous amount of texts from people. people. People can send you messages through Facebook, however. They can totally send me messages through Facebook. So Beardsguard on Facebook. Uh, Tyler Anderson. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, you know what Instagram, I- Barbara Beardsmith. There you go. And we can link to all these in the show notes for this episode. So totally. Everyone can have that information. Yeah. You know what I would like for people to do is record. You know, everybody pretty much has a sound recorder or you can download a sound recorder on your phone and then you can share it. There's an app for everything. There's an app for that. So, uh, yeah, record either a short story or a question and then send it via email to what's the beard scar email beard scar uh, tyler tyler at at beardsguardbarbers.com there you go it, that is the most direct way that you can get in touch with me <laughs> um via email without divulging your personal uh, account right information yes or your social security number that's not gonna happen <laughs> i just saw someone posted a picture on reddit saying uh, well, we better, ch- we better check and see if we're on this list. And it was a screenshot of a website that actually says, check and see if you were on, uh, if you were on this, this particular list for telemarketers, 
And the way that you check is by entering in your credit card number and the three-digit code. And of, then, of the card? Of the card. Oh, man. And then hitting submit. That's how you would check to see if you were on this telemarketing list. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Someone's going to fall for that. I have a feeling there's a lot of people that probably fell for that. And I I think it, it's upsetting that there's people <laughs> out there who will who will prey on people like that and they'll oh man that hurts yeah. that hurts my brain i can't continue with that no <laughs> should we just call it now yeah all right so um excellent so this is episode one episode one and uh i'm jaime gutierrez and i'm tyler anderson and uh stay tuned for more episodes from beardsguard barbershop Away from away the chair. from the chair. Away from the chair. Yeah, this is me away from the chair. Yeah, I'm, you're I'm actually not, in a chair. I'm right in now, a chair, but not your, but bar- not my barber chair. Chair. Yes. Away from the chair. Away from the chair. Step away from the chair. <laughs> Are we good? We're, I think we're good. Valley Voice.